Hello, everybody. God bless you and welcome to stayintohisword.com or intohisword.com. I'm here again today to share with you the word of God. Uh, we're going to try to finish up with our tour of the book of Acts. Again, highlighting some what I find interesting. Uh, we're going to expedite this process so we can move on. I feel uh, urge from God to get on to another uh, area of scriptural reading, but we must complete the book of Acts. Amen. So let us pray. God, we love you and we appreciate you today, Lord. We ask you that you bless this nation, Lord. Release us from this plague of this uh, pandemic that's uh, going on and on and on. Uh, help the, those that have spiritual uh, guidance in, 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 in medicine. Help them, Lord, to create something that would just eradicate and just get rid of this um, this, 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 uh, this, this plague, this, uh, uh, this pandemic, this, uh, this thing that was created, however it came about, Lord. And touch those that are sick and afflicted and keep those that are healthy, healthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, well, let's get on here to the book of Acts. We're going to be reading. Uh, we're going to be a little bit all over the place. But right now, we just want to get into some of Paul's uh, preliminary events while he was on the foreign missions field. In Acts chapter 9, we see that the conversion of Paul took place. Uh, who becomes the great missionary in this in this area in this chapter? Paul, who was once known as Saul, is converted. Hallelujah! And his he's changed. He becomes a leading figure in the church. Praise God! Uh, and then and then we go on to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon or the Holy Ghost upon the Gentiles in the city of Caesarea. We can read about that in Acts chapter 10, all the way to chapter 11. And when I mean that, I mean the whole uh, chapter, not just a full, few verses. I believe it's important to read the whole chapter, maybe even a chapter before and a chapter after, so you can get the full understanding. Uh, I found that to be true. You just can't pick out a verse and say, oh, sometimes you have to go a little before and a little after to get the full understanding of what God is trying to disseminate to your spirit. So we have here in Acts chapter 10 through 11, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost upon the Gentiles at, uh, at, at, at uh, Caesarea. Hallelujah. And Paul's vindication or uh, Peter's ministry here. Hallelujah. Moving right along, we, we have Paul from Tarsus to Antioch by Barnabas and the cooperation of the two men in establishing the church where the disciples, now listen, they established the church, hallelujah, in Acts chapter 11, uh, verses 25 and, and 26, where they were first called Christians, hallelujah, the people first called them Christians based off of what they saw and what they believed and what they heard and the, the demeanor and how these men, the disciples were acting. 
And the people there first called them Christians in the place of Antioch. And as we all know, uh, this is nothing new to those that are uh, have been listening. Christian means to be Christ-like. So they saw that these men, hallelujah, Paul and Barnabas, had a calling on their life and were first called Christians in the place of Antioch. Uh, praise God. Uh, we're going to move right along here to Paul's first missionary journey. Amen. You know, he's in the mission field. He's doing a work for God. He's trying to save people. He's trying to help people. He's trying to help people get closer to God, to change from their old lifestyle, which is uh, drenched in havoc, drenched in sin, drenched in idolatry. Hallelujah. Didn't know which way to go. Didn't know how to get any help when God all the time was there for them. They just needed direction. Pretty much like today, people, God is there for you. Lots of people just need help and direction getting there. But the biggest part is we have to realize that we need help. And oftentimes we go to the wrong sources uh, seeking for help. You, but all the time, God is there with his arms open wide saying, come on to me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Put your burdens on him and get your rest in the arms of the everlasting God. So Paul is here on his first missionary journey with Barnabas and John Mark in uh, the book of Acts, chapter 13. Uh, you can read about this all the way through chapter 14 and maybe just a little bit of chapter 15. But uh, the island of Cyprus is where the proconsul was converted and Saul's name was changed to Paul in the record. This is official. Saul's name was changed to Paul. Now, this is not the same Paul of the Old Testament who was head and shoulders I mean, same Saul in the Old Testament who, and who stood head and shoulders above the rest. This is a different Saul. Excuse me, it's hot out today. And I had to get a drink of water. Uh, by the way, if you hear a hissing sound, that's because I got the air on and I got to stay cool. We got triple digits. I don't know where you living, but where I'm living is hot, 117, 118, 110, 101. It's just hot. And it's, you know what? But I'd rather deal with the heat now. Come on. Whether than deal with the heat in hell. I'm telling you, I'm working on getting to heaven. And I want you to come along with me. And that's why I take the time to share with you the word of God, which is our roadmap to heaven. It was a healing of a lame man in the city of Lystra. Praise God, or Lystra. And the results in that was that the people were proposing to worship Paul and Barnabas. Hallelujah. Because they saw the move of God on them. They saw that Barnabas and Paul had the anointing of God. But just like today, many people get there uh, when they see great things done in the church and and when they're standing up and worshiping and somebody's delivered, somebody's healed, uh, the Holy Ghost moves into service and 
people, a lot of people tend to look up to the man that's being used by God and want to worship the man. And that's totally wrong. And a lot of people can lose their souls in uplifting the man like that. I know people have lost their way by uplifting the man, the leader. I'm going to say the leader and not necessarily the pastor, although the pastor is the leader. But you have the music leader. You have the song leader. You have a Sunday school leader that might have to exhort every now and then and share the word of God. You have different roles of leaders in the church. Let's just call them deacons, if you would. They may get the opportunity to stand before a congregation and exhort and become some great things in the eyes of the congregants or the parishioners. And without saying that, the focus gets on the person and the, the, those that are uh, exalting the person that's before them are forgetting to put their focus and their actions towards God because it's all about God. Hallelujah. God is the one they gave the anointing. God is the one that moved through that person to be able to bless you in that service, to be touched. Hallelujah. So these heroes, they had to escape. This is in Acts chapter 14, and where they preached the gospel and to teach in many. Hallelujah. So at this point, they had to get out of Dodge because uh, much opposition was stirred up. Paul was stoned, and they, they just had to leave and keep on preaching the word of God somewhere else. So I'm here to tell you today, this was only on Paul's first missionary journey. Recall, we covered the period of his, a partial of his period of the foreign missions and Paul's calling and, uh, and Peter's ministry as well. And Barnabas, these guys, they had their minds made up and it was going to serve God. No matter what opposition they came against, they were going to get the word out. It was their call. Remember, go ye into all the lands, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That was their commission given to them by God. And once they realized that they had the calling, they had to share the word and they had to go out because God told them, to wait in Jerusalem, to tarry in Jerusalem. Remember that from early on. Wait in Jerusalem. Hold on. Stand by in Jerusalem to you to endure with power from on high, from among high. So we read it again in Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 8. It says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and into uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. So they went out witnessing and telling people these great things that God had done, telling them what they had heard, what they have seen, and, what, and how God used them and how God wants to use the people in the church and how God wants to use the deacons, the spiritual power, Hallelujah, to change the lives, to convert people, to live for him and to put down their idolatrous ways. Well, God bless you. We're going to come back and we're going to finish up this Acts. we got about more, a little bit more to go, a couple more, not much more. we got to talk about uh, some issues, uh, some facts about the church and some more missionary journeys. Paul, and then we're going to move on, get back to our normal mode. As God moves on me to do something else. Well, God bless you. God.
be with you until we meet again. Amen. God bless.